This episode of Juggalo Judgment includes the acknowledgement that Jamie Madrox got a big ol' ass. He got a wagon wagon dead bodies dragon. He's fried chicken hunting, scarfing down some piggy pie. He's never been on no die motherfucker diet. He's got a lot of something something. And that's cool. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeev. It's always Mike and Shmeev. It's not It's not Mike and someone else, or, or someone else and Shmeev. Fuck you, Jeremy. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! It's been a month or so since that came out by the time you're listening to this. Uncalled for. I'm kidding. You're still my my buddy. You're welcome on Juggle uh, Judgment. You're welcome on on Mic Check. Shmeev's never allowed on Mic Check. Yeah, I'm not. Well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm the one who vets all of the potential guests on Juggalo Judgment. Mike, I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm not sorry to tell you this, but in eight minutes you're going to be incorrect. Oh, no. Oh no! What happened? Uh, anyway, um, wait. What do we have? Wait, what do you no, have going what? on today, Mike? Wait, no. What happened? What happened? What did you do? <laughs> Who did you do something with? What? What, what is being posted on our, our feed that I didn't know about? Nothing. You motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Meanwhile, this is a month after the case. <laughs> um, you son of a bitch. I have a feeling I'm going to be very, very. I'm be like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Now I have to like keep my phone up and just look at it. So, all, so literally in the middle of this episode, you're gonna just hear like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you did something with 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 the boys from ICUP with wait, didn't you? Didn't you? What if I did something with the boys from ICP? That would never happen. What if I what if I paid for a cameo? If you paid for a cameo, I would laugh. <laughs> um, also, I heard that they've been very, very slow about cameos and custom clown clips recently. So, well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's in keeping with their brand, in keeping with the ICP brand of things people paid for eventually. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about other stuff. Like, um, let's talk about other stuff. Like, ICP how we're so happy that you're back. Yeah, we're glad to see and you listening again. Listening to us, if you if you've listened to before, if you haven't listened to before. We're welcoming you for the first time. Yes. Glad and, you decided to listen. Yes, always. It doesn't matter if you've been here since the beginning, you know, or, or, or you're jumping on for the first time. We appreciate you taking the time to sit with us. Would we call this an interesting time to jump in? We've, we've said that about Good. a couple things. I don't think this we, one is quite as interesting as some of the other points that people may have entered through. No, not necessarily. It makes sense, you know, maybe for depending on if you're a fan of the artist or their their larger group in particular, who and what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about Jamie Madrox and his solo release, Fatso. Yes. So Before we talk remember... about that, though, I do want to bring up one thing real quick that I saw just this morning. Because mm-hmm. um, every once in a while, I will log into our Instagram just ours, just to see what people say about things, because that's where we get a lot of engagement. Yeah, uh, F- funny enough, we got we have more engagement on 
Instagram than anything else. Except for the past month. Uh, nobody wanted to, to talk about non-juggler things. <laughs> not, 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 a, not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> except our usuals you know we got we get we get some some response from the usuals um but no uh i saw i just so happened to catch a post from icp that they released uh the bizarre bizarre sampler online for the first yes. time like today mm-hmm. or maybe yesterday i don't know yeah they've been um i, I don't know if, if we've said it before but um we've been doing a lot of like dating 30th anniversary <laughs> yeah um, they, they've been doing the, the 30th anniversary of ICP, like in general. So throughout this year, they've been putting out a lot of their old stuff on streaming services for the first time. Like they put some of the old singles, like I think they put the, like the Fat Sweaty Betty single was, was up for streaming now. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. And recently, um, they just put the Bizarre Bizarre Sampler. This is the first time they've been available digitally. Um, ever, which is cool because they've also like every two weeks have been doing merch drops signifying like various eras. Um, they actually did just do one for Bizarre Bazaar and I almost pulled the trigger and bought a shirt because they had one that was um, that looked like the Let's Go All The Way music video, which is one of the coolest videos they've ever done. Hmm. But I did not. But yeah, they, they're they doing this um, and I think it's going to be cool for people to who may not have gotten to hear some of these old things like the samplers or the, the rare singles, um, you know, that may never have been put out since, you know. Yeah. The Bizarre Bizarre samplers were, were pretty popular way back then because, you know, they were really pushing those albums, you know. I mean, you know, pushing them out of their ass um, and also <laughs> pushing them because, you know, fuck you, Sharon Osbourne. Of course, um, yeah. We're winning this goddamn, uh, we're, we're winning this. So, it's cool. It's really cool. I like that they've been doing that. But so yeah, that's that, that, that's the only thing I really wanted to bring. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I, just, I noticed. But, uh, I noticed it, and I was like, "It's my turn to be the news guy." <laughs> yeah, every every now and then, when I see that you've like, we I'll look and it's like we've gotten a comment or something, and I'm like, I didn't see this. I didn't get this notification. It's because you probably saw it before I did and jumped in. Yeah, on the, on the Instagram, it's like you ass. Um. So yeah, we're we're here talking about uh, Fatso the album mm-hmm. by Jamie Madrox. This came out in um, actually this this is we're right about at the uh, the fifteenth anniversary mark for this album as well. Um, I think actually by the time this episode comes out, it will have just passed it up. And you'll remember that we covered Monoxide's solo uh, effort Chainsmoker back in two thousand and four. Um, so obviously, it was obviously, effort. Jamie Madrox is going to have to do that as well. Yeah. And he's already like, hasn't he already done somewhat of a like solo release or something? He did like a Mr. Bones thing or something at some point. When so he was I mean, Mr. Bones, he did release a album called Sacrifice. Which Psychopathic sacrifice. Ended up, uh, no, um, which they ended up actually re-releasing uh, remastered on tour in 2010. We won't talk about that because it's, it's pretty psychopathic stuff. Yeah. Um, and there was another album that he was working on. And we talked about some of the tracks from that, from cryptic collection two, I think. Um, but this is his first solo effort as Jamie Madrox. And today it's his only solo album. Um, or at least the first version of it hint hint um and if i'm correct he did tour for this as well 
And I we have know. some interesting we have some interesting production on this. Now I never looked at this before. I literally did not look this up until last night. But I was curious. I was like, oh, okay, this is probably done by Fritz. And somewhat. I'm only partially right. Because actually the majority of this album, the majority, hmm. out of 14 tracks, um about half of this was done by Monoxide. And I didn't know that. There you go. Monoxide has been, you know, taking more time behind the boards. Honing his skills. Pressing, pressing some buttons just to get that, that production credit. <laughs> but we do have some by uh, Fritz the Cat. And we also have some production by Bar None Productions. I don't know who that is. Oh, um, it just sounds, sounds like somebody familiar. that, you know, they, they, they outsourced or whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Fritz, Monoxide, and Bar None Productions did the production for this album. Um, I'm not going to bother pointing out, like, which one was which unless you specifically ask me. Um, although some of them I was kind of surprised that I was like, oh, that's a Monoxide track. Interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah. This tra- this album is, I think, just shy of an hour, something like that. It's about 45 minutes. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yes, it's right in front of me. <laughs> is it? I think I feel like you're lying. Because <laughs> meanwhile, whenever we were talking about this, you were like, this is too fucking long. Did I? I feel like at first. I don't think I did. Oh, 45, 34. Okay. Oh. That's respectful of our time. So before we get to the album, though, we have a thing we got to do. What's what's that? We got (laughs) to. What do you got? I mean, you heard me before we started actually yes. recording uh, say it, mm. but uh, for, for the folks at home, I have a genuine Fago delicious cola. Cola. What do you have? So I almost didn't have a Fago today. <gasps> I, I didn't have my car for a good chunk of the day yesterday. Um which made it difficult for me to actually acquire any. And then this morning, I woke up, and I said, I should grab Fago. But I know that Speedway doesn't really have any flavors anymore, and the corner store near us, um, when I went before, their stuff was warm as fuck. Like, the the thing was not working. It was just warm. Mm -hmm. And then I remembered. I remembered a tweet that I had received, like, last month, from Scott. Oh. Who told me about Moe's yeah. in Ambridge, which yeah. I'd never been to. I don't go to Ambridge. That's the hood. It frightens me. Shut up. And so, <laughs> actually, the main reason I don't go to Ambridge is because there's a lot of fucking one way streets and I hate it. Um, <laughs> it drives me fucking nuts. So I ventured to Ambridge, I ventured to Moe's. And I have in my possession. I'm so fucking happy. I needed this so fucking much. I got rock and rye. Ew. I'm hype as a motherfucker right now. You know, we were talking about this earlier and you were trying to get me to guess where it was from. I said Moe's and you ignored it. You did it. not say Moe's. I did. No, you did not. I, you did not I say I literally Mo's. did. No, you didn't. You said, was you it from the Speedway? Was it from the corner store? It. I said no. You ignored it whenever I said you it or it didn't go Mo's. through. Anyways, let's crack these bitches open. Let's go. 
So I'm a bit concerned because I'm looking at this and I think this expired in October. <sighs> Some fresh cola. Delish. Motherfucker. I think of this is. Oh, God. I'm scared now. There's like no carbonation to this because it's fucking expired. <laughs> okay, no. Before we. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We're not going yet. We're not going yet. Hold on. Hold on. I'm excited for what Scott's going to have to say about this. I have this. a second one. A second rock and I'm sure he stocked up on rock and rye there. Motherfucker! <laughs> That's some bullshit. Scott, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you have failed me <laughs> because I bought two Rock and Rise. Both of them expired on October 28th, 2020. I'm going to get sick. Probably going to die. This is <clears> the <throat> end. This is the end of Juggalo Judgment. Delicious fresh cola. From stale Rock and Rise. Fuck you. <laughs> I was so goddamn excited for Rock and Rise. I mean, it still tastes good. Yeah. There you <laughs> it's go. Just, it's just... The carbonation is not there. Uh, well, it's flat rock and rye. I mean, if it still tastes good, it still tastes good. Yeah. But with all that, let's let's jump right into this shit. Track one. Hey, fatty. Manners are the happy ways of doing things. And Emerson was right. Be natural. Be yourself. But see yourself as others see. I'm sick eating jello mix straight up out the packet But wearing a brown leather Indiana Joe jacket I'm not the run of the mill A flash of the pain Keyed up like Jim Hellwick with Tyrus Bane I'm like a mix of Sartan, Batman, and Hobgoblin The multiple man metamorphosizing and transforming Abuse a mic like a junkie would do a drug As I smack my head against the wall and catch me a buzz No sound, sounds like this does here And if you're quiet you can hear the music falling in my ear I'll switch a melon with a mallet like I'm Gallagher's brother And if it wasn't for talent we'd be some Motherfuckers, I'm a cannibal, I'm salted and twisted while eating pretzels Screaming, eat beef, stabbing you with dinner utensils I'm under pressure like a paperweight Sick minds are curved, so we have a hard time getting things straight Hey, fatty, fat, fat, oh, fatty, fat, fat, what? What you got for us? Oh, they call me fat, so oh, Hey, fatty, fat, fat, oh, fatty, fat, fat, why? What you got for us? Straight out, fat, so for us Hey, fatty, fat, fat, oh, fatty, fat, fat, why? We're right out the gate here, you know? This yep. is a very unusual uh for a psychopathic album it's a very rare psychopathic album that introduces itself with a full song Does, yeah, doesn't no, it no like skit or, no, or like intro song one full song a manifesto of the rest of the album we don't we don't need to talk about it you don't rap no. about it yeah and and honestly jb madrox is probably one of the best people to do that yeah yeah <laughs> Let's I mean, if, I was gonna, if i was gonna pick somebody at all it would be jamie madrox and maybe abk <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would agree with that. I would totally agree. Um, so one thing uh, bef maybe before we before we move on is there's so many people that have asked like, hey, Jamie, when are you going to make another solo album? When's 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 Fatso 2 coming out? And he's like, well, I got skinny at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he already like legit, like like four years after this album, he dropped a ton of fucking weight. <laughs> To the point where, like, 
people were concerned, like thought that he was doing like cocaine or something. Oh, yes. Uh, like if he... you look at the if you look at the photos, um, especially the one when they got arrested. <laughs> Um, and they had to take off, uh, their face paint with just regular paper towels and no water. It looks really bad. (laughs) Um, he, he, he got, he got back up to a, to a, a healthy weight again, but yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons why, um, we haven't gotten a fatso too. I mean, he released a fatso too, and we're going to cover it in a week. We're going to listen to this exact same album. It is, it is, it is not two. It is, it is earth two. That is a difference. There is a difference. Yeah. Don't don't you argue with me? So, anyways, yeah, we got a fun beat, and it just it just it jumps is very right fun in. Beat. Like this is I to be completely honest, one of the standout like that goofy sounding guitar bend coming down. Yeah, that's good. This whole album, I think, has very strong beats. Like there yeah. were, I mean, there's a couple here and there that I'm like, eh, it's it's not remarkable to me, but like. This one more than Monoxides has, I think, stronger production overall. Um, granted, it's been you know another two years, so the people who yeah, worked on that stuff sure. prior had a little bit more time to to you know hone their craft. tighten things up. But yeah, like this is just a fun way to to kick off the album, and Absolutely. I really really enjoy it. I mean, I don't have a whole lot more for it. No. Um, uh, our, our boy's a dork, but he can flow and he can stunt. That's yep, and that's what this track is about. Like it's just literally him yeah. being like, "Here's all the nerdy shit I'm into," but also check out my flow and stuff, y'all. Yeah, and I'm check out my flow and stuff. I'll I'm, tell I'm kind of big. I'll tell you to do that. I'll tell you to check out my flow about seven other times on this <laughs> album. This is Jamie Madrox doing the thing that Jamie Madrox do best. Yes, being a kind of big dude who rap good. <laughs> about nothing <laughs> being a big dude <laughs> i've got that down <laughs> being chunky <laughs> oh my god if if the jamie madrox of 2006 if this album came out today there would have to be a big chungus thing on here like somewhere on this entire <laughs> fucking album there would have had to have been a big chungus reference or like like a, a Thick boy or chonky. Yeah, something. yeah. The, the album would be called Chonky and Chonky <laughs> Earth 2. <laughs> There'd be like a big slow beat, and like the hook would just be like, he chonky. <laughs> Damn boy, he thick. <laughs> you got anything else on this one? No. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Track two. Get him. I'm C10, AFA, gold stripe, kind of shit you hang on to in life. Like good advice, and my vice is in my music. And through it, I've been my anger and fear and the love of the shit I represent. I'm a self employed and certifiable freak with the money to hit the studio and stay the whole week. I'm sick and can't prescribe medication corrected. So fuck it, I accept it. I'm demented. It's insane, but I know instead of flowers growing, I continue to smoke every last one that's cut and rolled. I'm too old for this shit, but man, I'm just a pup. Fresh out my daddy nuts. Now that's what's up on point like pencils. Sharpen my skills and my mental so I can dominate the instrumental. I'm monumental, iconic and statuesque. What well, other silly bitches, silly buddy, your best. Come on. I'm gliding, I'm wildin', riding, flirting, coasting. I'm about to get you. Get em and get em. I'm about to get em and get em. I'm gliding, I'm wildin', riding, floating, 
Get him. Yeah. Got another fun beat here. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty basic until you get to the hook, and then, and then you know, we got some 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 squealy meadleys. Yeah, you get a little synthy in there. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, lyric sites only have the first verse of this. Yeah, so I it's I, annoying. I can't. Re- I, I wasn't able to fully analyze his line in the second verse about people uh, who don't let beefs go, clearly referring to his partner in crime, Monoxide, um, you know, and his ongoing beef with, with uh, Violent J. No, no, uh, that was totally about their ongoing beef with the Cottonmouth King. <laughs> it had to have been. Or, or, or was, Bubba Sparks. Or, or the ongoing psychopathic beef with Eminem. Or, or the one that was probably happening with Esham. Or Lavelle. Or ABK. I don't know. I don't think I don't anybody... I, I feel like it... Who could have beef with ABK? I don't know. ABK just seems like such he, a stand-up guy. He seems so impossible to have beef with because, like, how the fuck... <laughs> how the fuck do you work with both of these record labels when there is so much bad blood going Oh, oh, okay, okay, tangent. Okay, tangent. Tangent, real fucking... quick. No, no, tangent, real quick. He has not done anything with Psychopathic in the last couple of years. But he's still signed to them somehow, isn't no, he? No, he's not. No, he's not. Okay. No, ICP confirmed uh, like last year that the only people that are on Psychopathic are them and Ouija Mac. Well, like, when was he no longer signed with them? Because he, si- he was still signed who, for like at a this while, point, wasn't he? Who knows? At this point, who knows? <laughs> at this point, who fucking knows? <laughs> uh, he was supposed to release an album with them in like 2016, and it got put on the shelf because it was one of the people who produced it. Oh. Huh. Well. And he's not signed to MNE, but he's doing a project with them. He gets to do his own thing. <laughs> He does. He does. He he is a he is a specter who just comes and goes. <laughs> Anyways, back to this. There's a specter haunting the Juggalo scene. Um, That's for my Marks homies out there. <laughs> um, so the the one note I have on here, and unfortunately, it's it's going to be a running thing here. Is is anything being said? Madrox <laughs> Madrox is a good rapper. Mm-hmm. At this stage of Twisted's career, he is still a better rapper than Monoxide. However, is there anything of substance that's being said? And it's... I love this. I, I generally loved this album, um, even whenever I first got it, because it's like, oh, technically, he's doing some cool shit. But we've mentioned before on multiple Twisted albums, and Madrox is the is the biggest offender of it. Is he's just just rapping for the sake of rapping? It, it's it's very much rapping about rapping. That's, that's what he do. Um, Can we get Jimmy Madrox and Mega Ran and and Storyville? Storyville, thank you. Just just the remix. <laughs> Just, well, just come on. I'm throwing that out hold, there. Hold come up, on. Hold up. Uh who who does Jamie Madrox say his own name like? Uh Well, Jamie Madrox is the name of Jamie Madrox the multiple man in 
X-Men. Right, but like so, Madrox say his own name like who? I don't know. We got mm. we got like a Pokemon, we got like the rock. The rock do. But mm. but who who do he who he say oh, his own know. name like? We'll figure we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. That's fair. But yeah, aside from that, like like I said, like he is just going on about like it's a thing in rap. Like people do it all the time. Like just like stunting tracks are fucking everywhere. They're a dime a dozen. And but, but that's like the, but the problem is is there's when there's so many of them on the same record. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's the problem. I don't I don't have a problem with a stunting track because I mean shit. I'll go and listen to an early Fifty Cent album or G Unit. Guess yeah. what? They're stunting all over that shit for sure. That's par for the course. It's just the fact that like again it's when you have it so frequently on the same album and also when you just run out of ways to do it like yeah. he's not I, it's not that he's like one note in the way that he does things but i mean like a lot of times i could i could trade out most of his verses in songs like this and it's like I, who's going to fucking notice like <laughs> yeah yeah so i have nothing else on this one i mean i like this track i think it's a fun track i like the hook um as, as simple as it is. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but, I mean, I, I still dig this track overall. But, yeah, it's just... Jimmy Madrox tells you that he raps really well. Yeah. I did like um, the, and the some rappers very last have line. beef. Um, I, I like the, the very last... <laughs> the last line um, uh, from the final verse uh, is, uh, if I'm the role model, uh, what will they grow up to be? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Get better role models, kids. <laughs> Stop watching all of those um, like documentaries about serial killers and stuff. Get better role models. Like us. Track three, customer's exactly. always right. <laughs> oh, I didn't turn on my volume. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not a good role model after all. <laughs> So this Good is a skit. Uh-huh. That's all I wrote was, it's a skit. <laughs> it's a skit. You got Jimmy Madrox doing three different voices, one of them being his own. And, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we got a skit, honestly. Okay. Um, with, with Madrox doing everything. <laughs> Give me the bubble bacon burger with the no cheese. I, you want cheese on the yeah. motherfucker or not? Did I just not say I don't <laughs> want <laughs> fucking <laughs> cheese? What did you well, call me? the hard way. You want something to drink with that? What did you just call what I ordered? They, <laughs> the heart attack. You fat motherfucker eat bacon and burger. Look at I mean, you. I'm dumb fat skit. motherfucker. It Look is. at you. You're fucking humongo. Sit there and try to talk shit to me. You big old nasty crust. Humongo. I need to use that word. Why don't you go that's get a, your fucking you manager? Humongo. You ain't got to see my manager. You can see me. You can see me right see, you, now. Would you I like that super size? No, I want that humongo size. Job. You don't want to work. <laughs> get up there. Come on, come on. Give me my giant Dr. Pepper. about the way. Yeah, this is gonna lead right into track four. Freak out. Son of a bitch! Get him off of him! You ever been about to fuck a bitch? And before you take her pants off, you can smell her pussy in the air? What about the hotels, dog? Everybody been to the hotel, got in the room, and shit in the toilet, dick hair on the seat, somebody blood on the towel. What is she here for you? 
combination and pus bubbles and open wounds. Hospitals and old men that chew snuff and spit chew. Old bitches that smell like a fish hut. That sit up at the mall on their pancakes. Blood, blood crusts and scams, even secretions too. There's a lot of queer people that live in the world we do. They jack off in their rides while watching the ladies walk by and go in the store and touch every product inside. I say nobody sees it and they act like it's a long shot. Subjects go, and they, they actually change up slightly, um, depending on the, the verse. Uh, first, we're talking about basically, like, like nasty people. Yeah. And then to annoying people. <laughs> and then to, quote, unquote, sick fucks, which I put as, like, sexual deviance. I mean, he specifically says pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. doesn't say the word, but that's that's what he's spelling out. Yeah. I could have done without this track. Yeah, it's whatever. Like, I I don't need this one. Um, especially, like, I'm sorry, but the opening lines just throw me off so much. <laughs> like, like if I'm in my car, all right, and I, and I turn my car on, my phone's already, like, plugged in, and the first thing that pops up is is, is his opening lines. I'm like, yeah, I need to change this. I can't, yeah, uh, yeah. can't do that. So this is, this is not one that I, that I... <laughs> give any fucks about uh here's a psa for y'all uh wear visible clothes at night and unless you're robin then then don't don't wear visible oh yeah because that was that was one of the ones he was saying about it gets real mad about like like, people riding bikes at night wearing all clothes yeah you know i wear dark clothes because i want to get hit (laughs) (laughs) and then some of it in the in the first verse is he's He's kind of doing like a drugs and razor blades in Halloween candy kind of thing where it's just like this is stuff that happens, but like rarely. Yeah. Is it, is, is it really as prominent as he you talks think? about people spitting in his food at uh, at restaurants and stuff? And it's like, usually if that happens, you did something and you mm-hmm. know what you did or you are just that oblivious to what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> <laughs> I, as somebody who worked in fast food, I never did that, nor did I ever see any of yeah, no, my same. co-workers do that. that. Have I wanted to? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing in the in the skit thing. It's like, no, you look like a motherfucker who doesn't want to do his job. And yeah, nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to do that job. The fuck you talking about, Jamie? Congratulations on winning the fucking lottery, but... <laughs> I mean, it happens. Uh, it, it happens to, to the best of us. It, in, in in this modern day, where, where people have become significantly more hostile to uh, service workers and stuff, be they, you know, people at a grocery store to fast food workers to people working gig jobs of, like, like food delivery and all that shit, 
man, I have no patience for people who are like dicks to anybody in that in those jobs. So literally just yesterday, okay, I was at Walmart, not the one near us, the one across the river, and they had the not good one. The not good one. I fucking hate that one. But the only reason I want is because every now and then they have a better selection than what ours does. So I was there and there was literally only three registers open mm. aside from, you know, self-checkout. Yeah, but yeah. We have more stuff. So I was like, let's just fucking go there. And this person, the person who was uh, at the checkout was so goddamn slow, like super fucking slow at ringing stuff out. Mm. And everything, and I'm just getting frustrated. I was like, with only one person in front of me, it took almost 15 minutes, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." However, had anybody behind me spoke <laughs> up and said to speed up, I'd have cussed them the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I know, I know what it's like. It's a it's it's a sucky job. Yeah, and the person and, and the person who was ringing them out, they were very polite. They weren't like, oh, this fucking sucks and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. They were doing their job. They were just slow at it. People work at the pace they're able to work at. Yeah. It's just like part of me was like getting frustrated because I'm like, fuck, this is taking so goddamn long. But if any motherfucker behind me would have said shit or talked shit, I would have literally bitched them the fuck out. It it can be an annoying situation, but you don't know what the fuck's up with anybody. So just keep your fucking mouth shut. Also, they were like, the person was a kid. Like, yeah. And I could tell because the the tag. Mm. So so they were like probably sixteen. Like chill the fuck out. Get get mad at the fucking store for not staffing their goddamn store. Yeah. Yeah, and and that was the funny thing too was like the 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 front end like manager. You know you understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Was like I guess there was a person who was waiting at like customer service and there was nobody there and they were like I'm very sorry like we're understaffed at the moment. I'm thinking to myself, you're not understaffed at the moment. You're always understaffed. Yeah. Yeah. Because Walmart records billions and billions of dollars of profit yearly oh, they sure and do. decides that they don't want to fucking A, have people on shifts and B, uh, pay a decent fucking pay, wage. Pay a decent wage. They've raised it lately to, oh, you know, more than other places, but still under what people need to fucking live. <laughs> the fact that Sheets starts at like $12 an hour here is is just mm. bonkers to me. And I and think even our Walmart pathetic. is, I think Walmart is still only like 11, maybe 12. Jesus. Um, so I don't know. Like, if... and also I, I had read something recently that said like the fight for 15 is so behind now that it should really be closer to like $27. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean like, uh, but by productivity standards, like we yes. were in the twenties. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, um, I'm glad that I'm getting underpaid, but more than most people get, like you know, a, li- a little yeah. less under. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. But um, but, but you know what? That's not what the song is talking rough. about. Sorry, we're we're you know smearing. No, our this is on the other side. Is... The person making all of the money who's mad at the people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're we're smearing we're Fuck smearing you, our Jamie. podcast with. Smearing our podcast with our, our leftist liberable liber, liberable <laughs> liberal bullshit. Uh, sorry. Well, you know what? Um, this is what we got. Okay, true shit. We flew out to a studio in Vegas. Some old three. We got another skit. Uh huh. I wrote. It was me, sure. Paul, two prosties, <laughs> and an so engineer. Dumb. This is what we got. Yeah. I also want to point out 
that in the liner notes for this one. I'm gonna boost this track really loud during this part. Great, I'm so glad that you do. Additional vocals by a prostitute. And this goes into track six, this bitch. Uh-huh. A dick to ride. Lucky girl, web head all free. We we hear, so heard heard some monoxide coming at the end there. So here's here's the thing about this track though, right? Uh huh. Mad Rocks uh, ha- has a verse about you know ta- talking about the kind kinds of women that he likes and all that stuff, but then reminding them at the end that you know he's not gonna give them money for anything. <laughs> and then monoxide comes in. He's like, all right, monoxide, take take a verse. Tell us about the kind of women that you like. But monoxide has a bit of a problem with that. He can't quite understand the concept because he hates women, so he doesn't... He's That's literally his verse. <laughs> he's unable to carry through with the theme of this song. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Does that mean that we have a reverse thing here? Oh. Normally, normally on, on Twisted albums that we've seen, it's been Monoxide who sets things up and then Jamie goes off the tangent. That's true, yeah. Oh, no. Hmm. Aw, oh, Paul, you're better than this. Not in this subject. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing we've learned about Monoxide, he definitely isn't. This is a subject in which he is woefully inadequate. <laughs> My dude uh, is incapable uh, of talking about the kinds of women that he likes because that list is empty. <laughs> I like his verse. His verse is fun. <laughs> anyway, it's a good beat. I love it. This it's is fast. one of the ones. This one just blows right the fuck by. It's it's three minutes, but it's still pretty fast. Like that's yeah. This is the one. Uh, this is the one that surprised me because this is produced by Monoxide. I can see that. I yeah. was like, I did not expect that, but cool, cool. I think that's one of those. I'm pretty sure it was. I was like, oh wait. Uh, yeah, Monoxide. This one. Um. Yeah, this one was always just a fun track for me. I um, wonder if what happened was like Jamie was like he 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 wrote his verse and then he comes up with a title. And he's like this bitch, and then he 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 doesn't say anything to Monoxide. He hands him the title of it, and Monoxide's like this bitch. <laughs> it's just a misunderstanding from the title. 
Yeah. I mean, it, that that makes sense. I find it more likely this... my first uh, theory, though. This... <laughs> um, this is kind of cool, though, because um, I like this track because it, it reminds me of um, Off the Chain from Man's Myth. Like, this that is was just another... a twisted track, more or less. Like, but it just... this. They both had really fun beats mm-hmm. with the subject matter that worked. And yeah, I, I just enjoyed this one a lot. It reminded me a lot of that track, actually. They but... do a they, they do like a standard uh, twisted format for this, right? Two verse, like verse, verse, and then half verses. No, nope, the last one is just Jamie. It's just Jamie. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Paul only has the one verse in the middle. Um, is it a verse? That... I, th- I think it was a because I, I, I remember in one of these, it's there. there's verse verse and then like last one it's a jamie verse but like you get like monoxide coming in on like to, to double up some lines or i think that's like emphasize on so yeah i like this track. that might this be with a fun. different guest uh maybe uh anyway i don't think so actually ah whatever but yeah this bitch one of the best juggalo love songs we've encountered yet i guess one of the best Track seven. Big, Big guns. guns. Wait a minute, man. We gotta stick together. Those things are everywhere. I'm just doing what the voices inside my head told me to do, kid. So they say blow your fucking brains out. I blow your fucking brains out. Not the person I understand. I just have to my Back the size of a So this was one of the uh, tracks that had no lyrics for. Yeah, I just gave it, gave it, gave it my close listen and all that stuff. And uh, uh, the the one thing that I do want to note about it, because uh, I I attempted to find the lyrics anyway. You know, I did a quick search on any site. If you search, <laughs> if you search for Jamie Madrox Big Guns lyrics, the first result that you will get is for the song. Big Guns by Jamie Madrox on Damn Lyrics. Uh, however, contained therein on the page is the lyrics to the song Big Guns by Skid Row. <laughs> I was greatly amused by. <laughs> At first, like I'm reading the lyrics and I'm like, this does not look like anything that he said. And I see the chorus and I'm like, is this the fucking Skid Row song? <laughs> <laughs> and it is. Uh, aside so, from that, um, <clears throat> this track exists. I guess it's pretty mediocre to me. It, this is the thing. I like. I thought I liked this song way more than I do. 
And I think it's just because I really like the beat a lot and I love the chorus. Um, but I think there's a reason why I came up to that conclusion and it will be discussed later on. Okay. Um, but I also don't really have any notes on this, so I'm going to just totally steal <laughs> an excerpt from... Um, Robbie, a.k.a. Twisted History. Everybody's going to think that, like, we exclusively rely on lyric sites to be able to do our analysis, but it's not. that's not exactly true. This song really is just mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> so, so here... Okay, so <laughs> this is going to be funny. Um, uh, Twisted History, he'll, he'll do um, just straight up, like, album critiques and stuff and go track by track for sure, the most sure. part. So for this one, uh, Big Guns is one of the album's strongest tracks. Madrox walks us through a series of images from his pre-twisted days in order to explain the paranoia that keeps him driven to be his best. He has to be dope because otherwise he would be nothing. This is a different and much more interesting version of the braggadocio we've heard earlier on this album. Madrox is still talking his shit, but there's anxiety at play as well. Interesting. Braggadocio is a very good word. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Gonna, it's gonna it's used a lot in reference to like the the stunting of of rap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, you say this is a whatever track, and meanwhile, uh, Robbie's like, "This is one of the best tracks on here." <laughs> <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. Like I said, I think that I liked this song more than what I actually do, and I'll explain whenever we get to the end of this album why that might be the case. So I mean, I'm pretty sure I already know why that might be the case. You probably already do, but I'll for the people who don't fucking know, wait to the end. Okay. You know, right. I'll just keep on. second verse kicks in pretty hot mm -hmm. this is whenever i got this album this was always one of the standout tracks and this was the first one that i like played on repeat for to sure. memorize i can dig that like, yeah this track goes fucking hard mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it's a good stunting track of the stunting track like yeah, you know, there are times whenever... It, of, of the eight stunting tracks that we have here when, on this 14-track album. You know, whenever you're, like, inundated <laughs> with stunting tracks, uh, sometimes one will come by that is somehow still a stunting track just like the rest of them, but refreshing in a way. This is that and one. And vastly superior. Yeah. <laughs> that too. This one is just... It's a super fun track. It's fast-paced. The beat is fantastic. Um, he he makes a reference within the first couple lines to like 
freestyling and how he will never do freestyling, but then he kind of like twists it into like never rapping for free and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But thinking about that, I, I came to the, I was, I was kind of mulling it over in my head and I was like, I think Madrox is the most likely on the label to actually be able to freestyle. Like, it seems like he just has a good library in his head to rhyme with. I, not, don't even. I already know where you're going to go with this. I'm just saying. Where am I going to go with it? Where am uh, I gonna probably go with to it? that show about freestyling he was on where he probably couldn't <laughs> freestyle and he just rapped a verse that he already had or something. I don't know. So, yes, he was on that. Sure. And he did a verse. Monoxide could not. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. He was super fucking bad at it. Well, I mean, when was it? Two. 2007, I think. That would have been after this? Yeah. We're in, what, 06 right now? Yes. Okay. So a year later. Yeah. So he Free, was able to... So, so, so Jamie did drop like a legit freestyle? Yeah, it wasn't a verse that I ever recognized. Okay, well, there you go. I'm, so he I'm could. correct. Look at me, being right all the time. He could, Monoxide couldn't. That was also the, the instance where ICP were just there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they had them do it, and Jay just did a Dark Lotus verse. <laughs> It was like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, that's that's literally... Actually, that was similar to what I had on here, was this is kind of a rehash of the prior tracks, but faster and with a better beat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is one of the earlier instances of... Mano- or not Monoxide, Madrox chopping. Mm-hmm. It's not really chopping, but it's close. Yeah, I mean, he's he's playing with his flow and all that stuff. He's doing a lot of interesting... Things keeping keeping a nice rapid pace going. Mm-hmm. He's, he's doing what he do. Yeah, this is this is a fun fucking track. This mm-hmm. is one like every now and then at Twisted shows, they might do um, like one of the tracks from their solo records. I've never heard Jamie do something from his really. Album. No, Monoxide has, and he's always done the song Evil, but it's a track that has Jamie Madrox on it, so that makes it's just sense. Not a Twisted track, yeah. Right. If they ever did something from his solo album, I would need it to be this one. Yeah. Like, this is the one that is just like, go fucking off <laughs> and have Monoxide cover, you know, your hype track, the the, the hype man, uh, you know, finish your lines or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on. Like, this, oh, this song's so fucking good. <laughs> I mean, I'm- we're getting all these. We're, we're, we're at a point right now where we're getting all of these, like, online streams. Uh, like uh, the the streaming concerts that I've fucking watched, like all of them that MNE has done. Yeah, where's 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 my fifteenth anniversary fatso? Yeah, what's <laughs> up with that? What the hell? We're we're getting one from from somebody else who's on on your label, and uh, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Actually, at this point, it will it will have already been out, but still, um, yeah. Anyways, keep on is fucking solid ass track, like fucking great. Jay's still bitterly holding on to the rights for this album specifically. <laughs> Just this one. Yeah. Not, Just not Earth one. 2. <laughs> Just this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Track 9, Sour Patch, Bitches. Hey, yo, Blake. Hey, check this shit out, man. Swivel gave me this beat. It's some old school shit, man. I'm thinking... I'm thinking we need to ride on them old rat face, tack head ass bitches. You, you know what I'm talking about, them old ran through bitches. The kind of bitches where you see them, you be like, oh, no, nah, not this bitch. We put the, yeah. the, the J-Juggalo with the F and Fat Kid. No, I'm not a pimp, but I slap that bitch. I like 
some overtime on there yeah he's got his little smooth voice on on the beginning of that hook mm-hmm. and then he comes through with his gruff voice on that on on his verse yeah yeah just it's just just perfect blaze perfect he's all over it uh although at the very beginning of the track i love that it's just jamie and like blaze was like i'm not gonna I'm not gonna respond to anything that you're saying <laughs> I, don't, I refuse uh, this is a purely professional relationship. I will do my I will do my verse and then I will leave. Don't talk to me anymore, Jamie. I've given you the wire instructions. <laughs> so so this is a track that is basically calling out uh, easy girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not something that would really fly nowadays. I, I want to know actually because since, since they since they brought it up, I mean, I want to know how many people like they have sent to a clinic. <laughs> um. Ugh. I, it's, it's, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine it's any, right? Because only women can pass along uh, STDs, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that... Yeah, that's that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, at the very least, Blaze is capable of of conjuring up like, you know, he he can he can imagine the kind of women that he likes and rap about them. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so what you're saying is, uh, Twisted needs to replace Monoxide with Blaze Your Dead Homie. You know, I really think they do. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Even though normally it's it's the reverse with with Jamie and and. and monoxide so we would actually have to switch jamie out for blaze no no we wouldn't that is actually um that, that's something that happened because um, it would be perfect because jamie and blaze both tend to just do their own thing and not give a fuck about anyone else's right <laughs> i i can't remember what it was i think it may have actually been for twisted's next album when they toured um monoxide actually got hurt oh and could not do the remaining dates and blaze came out instead because blaze has a fucking like sponge for a brain and knows <laughs> all the lyrics and so he did monoxide's verses for all of their shit nice 
Um, I think that's I think that was on the supporting tour for the next um, Twisted album that came out. So um, when when Robbie hopefully at that point to, uh, talks to us for that one because that's the one he should be on, <laughs> um, he can clarify that for us. Yeah, you know, uh, here's actually I, I'm just gonna throw this out right now. Um, anybody who may have happened to have seen one of those shows with blaze filling in for monoxide yes i'd like to hear about that i'd like to hear what that was like you know that's that sounds like an interesting time because they're i would say that they have similarities in in like their delivery and stuff you know like between the two of them blaze and monoxide both have a kind of similar style in their delivery and all that stuff like voice is pretty different but like closer than jamie's would be to blaze um And you know, I think it, I think it's a pretty good fit as far as you know uh, having if you had oh, to sub somebody in, I'd probably pick Blaze from Monoxide. Except, except Blaze could kind of sing, so now I want to hear the, the mutant true. tracks with Blaze. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to hear him on the Joker. <laughs> oh, oh man, that would actually be really. That's cool. it. I I'm could actually dig that. Ca- his his singing voice, a- as as goofy as it may be at times. I, I do want to hear that on the Joker. I am paying for a cameo, and I'm just asking Blaze to sing a little bit of the Joker. There we go. <laughs> and we'll, we'll once once I do that, we'll have that. That'll be the intro of one of our episodes of Juggalo Justice. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of our episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this track, I really actually enjoy it a lot. Right. It's got a it's 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 got a solid but fun beat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, they're they're yelling this entire time. <laughs> they are like like we know that Blaze can't really do his gruff voice as much, because um, that's it's gonna fuck him up. Like it's even getting to the point where Jamie Madrox can't do his Jamie Madrox voice. <laughs> like it does not happen often, and when it does, we appreciate it. He's not doing that here, but Blaze is doing his gruff shit, and it just mm, nice, nice chef's kiss. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, this it's, it's 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 a fun track. Just uh-huh. the subject matter is not the best. <laughs> Down the patriarchy. Anyways, uh, let's move on to uh, track ten. Oh my god. <laughs> Triple stage darkness, who's box the hardest? Kick a garbage can out, crawls a starving artist. I'm living it like others. I like to speak on and bend my mind or whatever my pen bleeds on. Headphones turned up loud in an attempt to block the outside world out. Bone deep, call me skeleton man. I weigh up the same when you divide me in half and that's multiple division at its finest. And just like dope, you gotta try this. Trust me. Fuck me, yeah, I'll be that And you'll be back after somebody plays you a track Factual, hypocritic and critical Unbalanced formula requires time to settle I'm from beneath the streets where scum from I'm out to sewer gray, watch out cause here I come You can't stop this, this shit is Far from flaming, so This shit is This shit is And this is just a, this is just a little bit of speculation here, but I reckon this guy might be a little weird and twisted, and he really likes talking about it. You're you're probably right. Yeah. Um. So 
I'm not going to lie. This is a track that anytime it was coming on, I totally blanked on. Yeah, I don't um, blame you because, again, yeah. what I just said, that's the track. It's a twisted track, but without monoxide on it. This this is a very unremarkable song. It sure is. Um, and, and we... I have a feeling that whatever the song is about, we've heard it before, but done better. Uh-huh. Um, this is even one that, like, even the beat just doesn't do anything for me. Nah. Like, I, I mean, there's some fun stuff in it, but there's, there's, it's kind of bland. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I don't have anything else on this one. So it's just, it is a song on this album that I will just probably pass up from now on. Nope, just a, just a glass of warm milk. Ew. Just sitting there. Ew. I'd rather just take my expired Fago. <laughs> that is, that's halfway gone. <laughs> it's way easier to drink when it's not carbonated. Uh, well, I guess we can just move on. Whatever. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good job being incredibly unremarkable, OMG. <laughs> you tried. Or maybe you didn't. I don't think you did, honestly. Track 11. Track 11. Pledge Allegiance. say about this <laughs> oh um the the first verse of this song is is just the song bloom by nirvana uh that's all uh he 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 says he, he has that line that's this is the one where he has that line about um you know people people know all the words but they they don't get the message and the problem is that they're bad at coherent messages in their music <laughs> uh most of the time well uh, anything that they say uh is just if if they have a message in their music it's probably just a rhyme that was convenient in the moment for them to write uh because you can almost guarantee that within like three songs or so they're gonna say something different Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking coming for the night. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Jamie, if you're going to accuse people of not listening to what, what you're saying in your music, maybe you should say something of fucking substance, my dude. And maybe be consistent about it. 
And people say that we go easy on Twisted. <laughs> That's all I have for this track. I have nothing for this track. <laughs> so I'm glad that you had that. Cause... Well, it had that line in it. We talked about it before we started recording. And you said yeah. you said you said something about it, but whatever. Yeah, that that line about like, you know, people can hear the lyrics but they don't hear the meaning and and honestly, like that is something that I struggle with a lot of times where it's like you know, I, I've literally talked to people about certain like, "Oh yeah, this is, you know, this is talking about, you know, they said this because of of, you know, this person that they were feuding with at the time." I'm like, "I didn't get that at all." What did you think it was? I was like, I don't know. I thought it was a cool fucking line. That's right. all. Like, I don't, I'm very bad at the subliminal, like, hints or whatever. It's not subliminal. Um, like. Well, <laughs> anyways, you know, I feel like, I, I feel like the people who got super surprised in 2002 whenever ICP said the carnival's gone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord. That was... Just, yeah. just, just dropping that hatchet right then and there. <laughs> they tricked me. Well, they weren't sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the difference, like, like ICP, they can be inconsistent about some things, but they were extremely loud about that and very frequently. Mm-hmm. It showed up so much. The iconography, everything's in there. But as far as Twisted goes, though, they're just kind of like, they'll nod to things. <laughs> whatever and then two songs later they're like but actually beating women is cool <laughs> <laughs> and not even with like a wink and a nod it's just like they're just saying it it's like well there we go <laughs> track 12 <laughs> four fist two axe handles actually starts. Oh, it sure do. So this one is basically a twisted track. Monoxide is featured on here and similar Oh, he is on to, here? Yes. Okay. Uh, similar to Evil from Chainsmoker, which I mentioned before, this should have been on a twisted album. 
like this track is them doing what they do best. See, I wrote uh, it's a twisted song without monoxide because I didn't realize he was on here. <laughs> and then I said, and a kind of mediocre one. Do, 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 do you want to play a little bit more? Because he's immediately after this chorus. Not really. <laughs> Let me repeat my last line of this. And a kind of mediocre one. So. <laughs> that's rude. Uh, this one was produced by, by Monoxide, too. So that's cool. Interesting. Because he's, he's he, he did a pretty good job, like, kind of imitating the Fritz style of of your standard twisted track. Yeah, like... I, like I said, a lot of the stuff that he produced, I was very surprised about. Like, actually, aside from Pledge Allegiance, the la the prior five tracks were. So This Bitch, Big Guns, Keep On, Sour Patch Bitches, and, and OMG. Those were all Monoxide. Um, and none of those sound the same. Like, every now and then you'll hear, like, a producer and they're known for something. Like, there is something very specific to what they do and all songs they do. Uh, a, a, an artist that suffers from this terribly is Cottonmouth Kings. That there is this specific fucking drum hit that they use, <laughs> and it is in almost every goddamn song that they ever make. Uh, and it's like, you guys need to do a little bit something more. Like, it's a cool sound. It's just, man, you use this on every fucking thing imaginable. Uh, but, like, Monoxide did some cool shit with the tracks that he produced here. Um, but, no, I, I enjoy this one. It's a little bit more, like, it's slightly leaning into the horrorcore, which, let's let's be real. The what? Twisted were horrorcore artists. The what? Horrorcore. The what? The wicked shit. Oh, oh okay. Mm. Okay. And there you go. Don't, you can't say that on you can't, you can't say that in psychopathic <laughs> records. It's illegal. Anyways, um, th there's been like none of that on this. This is just a rap album. This is not Jimmy Madrox from from Twisted, the the horrorcore wicked shit artist. This is Jimmy Madrox, the rapper. This is the closest that we get to something that would have been a Twisted song. Um. And I like it. I mean, the, the beat is probably the, the most um, aggressive one on here mm -hmm. um, for good reason. And sure. I like it. I, I really do. Um, it's just it's I'm kind of surprised that um, this album only had three guest features. Yeah. And two of them were monoxide. <laughs> it's 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 a bit interesting. It's but, almost I mean, like this is a good one to have them on. It's almost like didn't want to have certain other people on his album. He may be, he may have taken that, that little jab at Monoxide for holding on to beefs too much way back on get, get him, get him probably. But, uh, deep down, he's still on Monoxide's side. Just don't. He's, he's gonna, he's gonna be, he's being subtle about it. Just don't. ICP listens to get him and they hear him make that little or which which what, what fucking track was that? It was there's the one that was missing a verse. <laughs> I think get him was get the him. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, he he took that little jab, so ICP hears that and they're like, ah, yeah, Jamie's on our side, but then he just doesn't have them on any of the tracks and they just don't even notice. They don't even notice. So yeah, this is uh this is just a twisted track. It was whatever. I, the beat is good and all that stuff. It's just, 
I feel, I guess maybe like this late in the album, a standard twisted stunting track is just like, man, we've, we've had a thousand of these, but without the guy who isn't as good at rapping, like I didn't, didn't need another one. <laughs> All right. Well, clearly you have nothing nice to say about this one. Frankly, I'm sad. This is, that's a real tearjerker. <laughs> This song right here is dedicated to my mom, to my pops, to my family, to my daughter, to the people that I know and love to this day. I was the product of two people that never got along. I was named after a song they heard the night I was born. I was probably never planned, but you know how it go. Pops was strong and had it all under control. Mom was on and bored and couldn't wait to leave. But she was pregnant now and still a mother to be. tasteless um i think it was on renditions of reality we hear madrox mention um uh the death of his father um it was like in in the context of the song it was like um he says died 11 years ago today i think was the line um so i think it may have been mentioned um here and there as time goes on but obviously we know that jamie jamie's father died um when he was young and this is the most direct um i guess recounting of his childhood regarding that yeah this is the most raw emotion that we get on this whole album yeah yeah this is, and this is and it for something like for something like on chain smoker where we actually had more songs with that yeah but but remember we talked about how like oh yeah this is the shit that was bad and the shit that was bad that i did but i'm not going to change obviously right (laughs) this is just something that is obviously you know the loss of of a parent especially at such a young age is you know that's a traumatic experience and he's basically like just opening his heart for this yeah um it kind of makes me wish that we would have had more stuff like this. I'm not saying have have multiple songs about this particular subject, but something that was ex- expresses Jamie um is being more vulnerable. Yeah. Um because again, this is probably the most heartfelt song in this album for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um and um obviously you have to listen to 12 other tracks to get to this. Um for sure. And I think that it's I think it was probably best that this was on his album because this probably would have gotten lost if this was on like a, a, an actual twisted record. Oh yeah. So it, it makes sense that he decided to make this song here. 
Yeah. Um, this track. Okay, so the the third verse of this is is pretty interesting in that um, it, it really gets into uh, one of the very regrettable aspects of of the society in which we live, um, where he kind of talks about how he didn't really he wasn't ever really afforded a a, a grieving process for what happened. Um, because, you know, even as kids and stuff, we're, we're taught to just, just deal with it, you know, not, not in those cases, uh, we're, you know, literally anything that happens to a kid, it's like, you're just kind of taught to just deal with it. If something makes you feel bad, you just deal with it. You know, all of this stuff, you just kind of have to swallow all that down. That's, that's whatever. So whenever something really big like this hits, all of a sudden people are expecting something different out of you, you know, but for every smaller thing you've been told to just deal with it. So like, what the fuck else, what frame of reference do you have to deal with something big like this? The same fucking thing. So whenever all of a sudden people are expecting you to open up and stuff like that, you don't fucking want to because you've never had that opportunity before. You know, that's, that's just kind of the way that, that we're taught and stuff like that. Like personally, like me, like I, I feel that all the fucking time, you know, I've, I've been to a lot of funerals for family members and friends of the family and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I feel sad and all that stuff and it sucks. But in general, like, you know, I don't want to be all like, I don't, I don't want to be all crying and shit at a funeral. Cause I just don't, you know, <laughs> that's been taught. It's been burned into my brain that it's just like, nah, that's the bad thing. You don't want that. Cause yeah, you know, it's perfectly acceptable to do so. It's reasonable. Somebody's fucking dead, you know, somebody that you knew and cared about. But, you know, we're not we're not taught to process fucking anything. And so whenever something comes along big that we should pr really process, we still fucking don't do it because the way that you're taught to deal with anything else is how you're going to deal with that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, there is no... Especially at that age, like at, at a younger age, like the, I think the way he explains it, I don't know what, um, like how old he was. Yeah. Um, well, we can we can probably do some some math based on when Most Tasteless came out, and so Most Tasteless was like ninety eight. Um. So eighty seven. So maybe eighty seven. And yeah, I don't know how old he is. Dude, this is right in the middle. Um. Let me see. Um, he was born in 75, so uh, he would have been around 12. Yeah. Um, you know, assuming that that was, that was accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is still a very, very difficult age. It's not whenever you're super young. It's, you know, you're, you're you know, preteen. And Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very very difficult time, especially to lose you know one of your parents and to feel like you didn't have any kind of closure for it or anything like that either. Like it's just right. you know if some if some because he also talks about how his father was just very closed off in general. Like he didn't have a very like it's from from what he says in this, it doesn't sound like he had a very close relationship with him or anything like that, and he kind of wanted to, but he mm -hmm. just didn't have that kind of opportunity, and then all of a sudden he's gone right yeah 
like like I said, this was it's it's jarring to have this song on here um, compared to everything else we've heard thus far, but it's definitely something like this. This is not one of my favorite tracks. I'll I'll, I'll say that right now, um, but this is probably one of the most important tracks that Jamie's ever done. Yeah, um, and you know, there's the I'm sure a lot of people believe that you know creating music or writing everything is probably therapeutic and i'm sure that this probably is something that he wanted to do because of that um you know i i i'm sure that this was a very important song for him to make because of that so i don't really have much else for this i think i think that this was afforded a a a smart spot on the album though yeah it could yeah i don't know it's it's in a spot and we we'll, we'll take it for what it is. Never think me quack if it's poppin', I got your back if it's stallin', I got your back if they beefin' it, we attack us. We riding and now in the position to define a mission and dreams. Focus the cameras over here on me, I'm speaking. I radiate a vibe that's get many alive while causing others to go out of their mind at the same time. I'm only human and doing what others doing like running a rap race. We're trying to fill a space, fill a place with heads and let them hear my shit. Crowd don't lie, they'll let you know if it's a hit or miss, unless they're hypocrites, you know. Depending on the weather, be the outcome of them saying your old shit is better. That's some cold shit, but I prepare for it to happen. Sometimes an upgrade in the drive. Bring a body chain reaction, evolution. Let them understand why I'm doing this. My style ain't changed, bitch. You need to mind your business. Just take it for what it is. Take it for what it is. Just take it for what it is. Take it for what it is. Just take it for what it is, what it is. For what it is and focus. No big head, just focus. So, hey, this is more, uh, more of what the majority of this album was. Yep. There's Just ending on another stunting track. Just, yeah. He, he's got some solid flow on this. Uh, there's, there's some interesting stuff going on throughout it as far as his flow goes. Uh, he does... He does gets gets a little experimental here and there. Nothing nothing too out of out of line, but uh yeah. It's good stuff, good rhymes. He's mm-hmm. throughout this uh throughout this album, honestly, he has he has some pretty pretty good rhymes and, and references and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun. Yeah, I'm like we've said it before, Madrox is very, very good when it comes to, you know, writing and rapping. Sometimes it's just a matter of finding a topic and sticking to that topic. Yeah. Like I, I, we had like one of the things that we've, we've said before that we enjoy is storytelling songs, you know, like the (laughs) famous violent J storytelling. (laughs) Um, with the exception of tearjerker, there's none of that here. No. And and they've been able to do it before. They have. You can go back on on pretty much every one of their albums, and there's at least a handful of songs of them telling a story. Let's Ham go Shabam, fucking look back dude. at Ham Shabam. That was literally the one I was gonna say, Ham Shabam. Yeah. Fucking Ham Shabam, man. Like it is not something that they are averse to doing. Just just fucking. 
take the time every now and then. Well, maybe, well they do take the time every now and then. Once an album. <laughs> well, th- this is an album, and give me more than one here. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, this is this track. Just I never really, I never really cared for this one, and. I mean, the chorus is okay. Actually, um, what threw me off was I hadn't listened to this song in a very long time. And the second half of the chorus where you hear him go, get paid, get that. Um, that is actually in another song that comes out in like 2008. And I never realized what it was from <laughs> until we were doing our lessons for this. And I was like, what the fuck? Interesting. So it was just, it was, it was interesting for me to hear that and be like, oh. I get that reference. Um, yeah, that's 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 how this album ends for me. Is on a track that I just don't care for. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's here. We've we've so, been through so many other tracks that are just this track, and uh, and a number of them are better. Yeah, yeah. One of them being literally on this album. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Not to say but, that, I mean, like, like a good 50% of these tracks are just copied and pasted, but a good 50% of these tracks are almost copied and pasted. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a bummer because I, I really wish I would have had more diversity on this. And, you know, because yeah. I've actually, I've, I've argued about this album before. Um, I've argued about this album to to Robbie. Oh, and I was like, dude, I, dude, dude, Fatso's so good. And then, and here we are. We get to this, and we get to you this. You found out like, you were wrong. <laughs> I'm like, man, this album's really not as quote unquote good as I thought. Like, there's tracks on here I fucking love. Don't get me wrong. They're good tracks, yeah. But ultimately, now I'm wondering: was Chainsmoker a better put no. together album than this? A better put together? No. Maybe you don't, I don't think, know. I don't think it was a better album. I think that that at this point, uh, maybe it's actually just Chainsmoker may have been a more diverse album. Uh, maybe in that way, I suppose. It wasn't good though. Like, I, I, hey, I'm not saying that I loved that album. There's some <laughs> tracks on there that I absolutely love. Like, if I would take, if if Twisted ever decided, oh, we're going to make an album where we each have solo tracks, like, like, I, I thought of this idea and i really wish that they would do this is give me like a 12 track cd give me four that are jamie four that are monoxide four that are twisted okay just do that concept and if i took my four favorite songs from Chainsmoker, my four favorite songs from this and then you know four of the random twisted songs it'd be fucking great like it could be done and could be fun and some of them would probably still sound like Twisted Tracks because guess what? This bitch would probably be on there. <laughs> and what, what what that had Jamie that was on Chainsmoker, fucking evil, was a good song. So that'd probably just be thrown on there. I have I, I just came up with an idea, right? Okay, what's your here, idea? Here we go. Okay. Um, I wouldn't listen to this because <laughs> I, I'm not that interested in either of the artists that would be on this. But what if we had a compilation album? And it's spelling time with Monoxide and Esham. <laughs> Two people who love just any time spell they spell their names or, or anything. I mean, Esham loves to spell fucking anything in a in a song. 
And it's just all of the tracks in it's which got sounds of the hymns on it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be all a right. very long oh, Bla- album. Blaze has, be, Blaze has to be on there too. Oh yeah, that's true. A to the L to the A Z E. It would be an extremely long <laughs> album, and again, I wouldn't listen to it. Uh, but I'm sure I somebody out there would. Uh, I want it. Let's have it. Let's let's get it on. What you know? What here's what we can do. Uh, collect all of the uh, tracks. What we'll 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 do a we'll do a thing, and by we I mean Go you. On. You can you can find all of the tracks, and uh, we'll we'll draft up some album art for it, and we'll pitch it. Uh, and. <laughs> I'm sure it'll go over great because Esham has a famously great relationship with anybody, anybody on the face of the planet. Um, Perfect. Put that out. Print money. <laughs> just, just. I just want. I get one percent of each album sale. Um, I think that's fair. I get two because I came up with it. Okay, fine. <laughs> So that's Fatso. That's Fatso. It's we pretty much already said our thoughts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an all right album. I think one of the best things about it overall is the production. I think that it has. I, I think a, a good eighty percent of the songs on here have fantastic production. Some of them, unfortunately, just fall a bit flat, but the majority of them sound awesome. It's mm. mixed very well. Um, but uh, unfortunately, because it's all just flexing you know at least at least three quarters of this album is flexing and sure it is. does get old sometimes you know having a, a good line here and there does not mean that the whole thing is great yeah. but there are standout tracks like by far um but again it makes me wonder like okay i loved this album when i was younger but is it just because there was you know five songs i played over and over again and the rest of it was just <laughs> lackluster that's probably what it was I mean, which it's... is why whenever we got to chainsmoker i'm wondering maybe chainsmoker is a better album in the sense of it again being more diverse mm-hmm. jimmy madras is just a better rapper i mean it's also very possible that in in terms of listening to it like uh, back in the day because i mean i also would feel this too if I, i'm sure if i was to go back and listen to some things that i used to listen to i would just be like wow this is all very samey isn't it and you know, back in the day, I wouldn't have noticed as much because it's just kind of like it's on in the background. I'm not paying as much attention to what's being said in it or whatever. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to draw anything out of it. I'm just, it's there and and it works. And even if it's not like super musically diverse, again, it's just kind of in the background. It it makes noise while I drive or while I chill, while I'm riding right. on the bus to school, before I was right. able to drive. But uh, if you were so, gonna take three tracks off of this, what would they be? So my three tracks, the number one, of course, is Keep On. Uh-huh. There was there was no no denying that it was going to be on there. Um, the next one is going to be This Bitch. Okay. And the other one is Sour Patch Bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love those. What about you? Uh, I'd probably go with Keep On. That says, it is a good one. Uh, I would probably also take this bitch in a in a, in a shocking move. Um, <laughs> then I'd probably throw Tearjerker on there. It is a very good okay. track. I do, I do really like it. All right. What would you remove? <sighs> uh, <laughs> Everything else. <laughs> um, probably fucking... Uh, Big guns, 
probably. Hmm. Okay. I would get rid of Freak Out. That's all. That was my secondary, probably. Right. So, that's Fatso. Now, the same day that Fatso released, there was also the Fatso Earth 2 version. <laughs> Earth 2 is a reference to DC Comics, where there are various other Earths, and yeah. there were, uh, I think there was like a, a really big storyline in, I think, the 80s or the 90s, um, revolving around Earth 2. Wasn't that also like the... Maybe it wasn't that one. Hmm. There, there's an all-star Superman run where he's he's dying because too much sun, and he he creates literally another Earth without him to see how the planet will be whenever he's gone. And it's it, the uh, the the implication of it is meant to be like he's literally looking in on our Earth to see like huh. like well. Will it, will it be okay? <laughs> I, you know what? I actually really I want to read the rest is. of that. Um, it, it's, uh, I, I learned about it through I've the video. i never read a Superman story, uh, so. All, th- this, this particular run uh, sounds really fucking good. Uh, just really cool shit as far as Superman goes. Huh. I'll, I'll, have, to, I'll have to look into that. Yeah. I'm not a big Superman fan, but I'd be interested in checking that out. So anyways, um, this album came out the same day as um, the regular Fatso. It was only available on Hatchet Gear and on tour. So if you didn't get it then, you're asked out. Good luck uh, spending $90 or more on eBay. There is a copy for $150 at Sealed that I saw. Um, so yeah, good times. The difference with that album is, aside from other uh, artwork, every song has either... A guest, an alternate um, uh, instrumental, or a combination of the two. And also there is a track that is switched with one of the ones on here. I believe it's the song Pledge Allegiance from here is switched with another song. And I think there might be a different uh, skit as well. Um, we will be covering that. That'll be our next episode. And yeah, guys, everything remember all good, the stuff that we talked about here and how excited we were for this album. Sure am excited to hear it again. <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? Some of the tracks I genuinely enjoy more than some of the ones on this one. But Mike, um, Mike, what? We've been over your track record with remixes, with remixes and how I'm on point every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, you can find us on our various social medias. You can go all the way back to our episode about the great Malenko and hear the actual good version of that song before somebody went and made it garbage. Um, same with this show. You can hear this show when it was much better. <laughs> I know, it's um, true. We were on our fucking... We were on top of the game on the Great Malenko. Maybe, maybe Hell's Pits. It's a tough one. Those two are... Oh, Hell's, Hell's Pits still probably my favorite, but still. But both of those episodes were, were top of the line. But Well, you know what was... You know what's so good about those episodes? We had a guest on those. It's true. You know? And, and our Wizard of the Hood Wizard episode. The Hood. Also a, a great episode with a guest. Mm-hmm. Which means... Which means that theoretically our next episode... It's going to be should be fucking great. One of our best. I think so. <laughs> we're 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 bringing back our guest from Hell's Pit. 
No, we're not. I know. I know. <laughs> why, do you, why do you continue to say that? Uh, it was a fun joke in that thread about how Buckshot and Boondocks are the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Just carrying it on. So... You can let us know your thoughts on Fatso. You can let us know your thoughts about the Earth 2 version. But tell me directly. I don't want I don't want Shmeep to know anything about it until he starts listening. Just because. Sure. Because yeah. I, I love getting those random texts of, for fuck's sake, this goddamn album. Yeah, direct all Fatso Earth 2 stuff to at Straight Edge Juggalo on Twitter. Or <laughs> Mike's not my Twitter. At Mike's <laughs> the SEJ on Twitter. And then Anyways, at Straight Edge Juggalo on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, direct all stuff about anything but Juggalo things to at Shmeev and uh, direct any of the other shit to at Juggalo Judgment on Twitter, Juggalo Judgment on Facebook, at Juggalo Judgment on Instagram, Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. Perfect. Flawless. I'm, I'm pretty good at things. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um... Um, alright then. Well, thank you very much for listening, as always. Yeah. We appreciate it. Hit us up. And with that, just one final thing to do. And it's your Peace. Peace out. I was already finished with this halfway. With the